This is Jimmy from Stroke of Luck Radio. I'm here with the one and only Industrial Dre. This is true. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Jimmy. It's a very nice day. It is. It's a lovely day. I'm hungry, but feel great, actually. How are you feeling about the show coming up this Friday? I'm very excited. I think I'm going to switch it up a little bit and play some tracks that people haven't heard as often right. in my sets and uh, definitely like bringing in some stray songs that I've just been keeping in the vault. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely excited. Excited to see my friends perform too. Mm. Can you ex- can you uh, tell the audience how it was playing at SOBs? It was good. I mean, it was like definitely a top five night in my entire life. I'll say that. Yeah. I liked a lot of the energy from the crowd, and it felt very good to just like uh, be on a stage and receive the type of like recognition for the music that I've like wanted the entire time because it's kind of hard when you like have all these songs in your phone but like you actually have no way of seeing how people are receptive to them when they're like drunk and out in New York City so it was really fun I also just liked rapping Mm. for that long it was like just fun yeah and I, I really enjoyed all the love yeah that must be cool like yeah being able to like uh actually put it out there because um, I know the a lot, of, a lot of those tracks probably would you say all of the ones that you yeah played? every single track I played has never been yeah, released right it was all like nothing I like is released so <laughs> it was like mad easy for not easy but I think it's like gonna of course be refreshing for anyone that hasn't heard it before yeah and it's just like popping a pimple that's just been like growing and growing and then i kind of just popped it and all the pus just flew out yeah it was cool that's a crazy analogy pus (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) no i'm playing Um, that's not what i meant actually but yeah can you uh like is there a song that you like okay you've only like you did the SOBs, but um, was there a song that stood out for you in terms of, like, your favorite song you performed? That was a very long-winded question for that. But sure, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, all right, I'll say this. Like, if I had a dollar, the song that's like, Rich. Oh, yeah, I could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one was super fun to perform, and since I made it, I've been, like, curious on how that would be like performing it because it was very like reminiscent of like that like early 2000s era where Mm. Dipset's doing that all the time and Alchemist has hold you down and it's just like where people use the sample in the song yeah I really mean it yeah 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 Yeah. exactly it's like using the sample in the song like that and I wanted to see how that went over because to me when I made it it felt like this is the one I also really like performing that first song I performed. I'd never performed that song before. Mm. Uh, and that one was just super fun to perform because, like, I like the flows in it a lot. Yeah. And it flows into, like, each section really well, like, yeah. through the hook and, and the verses. And 
that one was like super fun and it was a lot of energy because it was like the first song i played and yeah like it was just like so much like positive energy yeah in the room during that one so yeah that one was cool um obviously arlo walk was was there as well um he was like sort of behind uh doing the yeah they should have got my man up on the stage yeah because a lot of the other acts had their djs on the stage and then they were just like nah you can't go on the stage i was like i yeah he didn't have his turn a turntable right um how is it how has it been working with arlo um because i know well like can you say how much of the album's produced by arlo walker it's all produced by arlo walker so So, yeah it's a it's a joint venture between me and him it's completely a joint venture the sound wouldn't exist without him. He's my best friend. I give a lot of props to that kid. Mm. And it was like, at a certain point, like once we were halfway through the album, we were like so close as people. Like it just started, it was very natural. Like we were right. just hanging out anyway. Yeah. And then we would like latch onto something special. And like once we got that little spark, we kind of ran with it. And then we'd have a song. Yeah. And it was kind of sporadic in that way just because we would just be like, hanging out most yeah. of, like most of the time when songs are getting made it wasn't like yo let's work it was yeah. like we'd just be hanging out he'd have a beat i'd be like yo this is gonna be fire with this beat or it's like send that to me i'm just gonna take it home and then the next time i see him yeah we'll record it and he's also super honest with me which makes it like really easy because not easy it actually frustrates me a lot of the time but okay. it's good because he'll tell me when something isn't working for him and i'll tell him when something isn't working for me and it's very transparent and yeah. we both just want the best product for for whatever it is right neither of us are like invested in our way yeah as yeah, much yeah. as we are in the overall outcome of each song so yeah. it's like we just both want what's best for the thing mm. but we don't want we're not putting our own personal opinion over yeah that. exactly which I think uh, if you're doing like a collaboration with a producer i think that's like a very important thing you see like a lot of the big names like freddie gibbs and mad lib and um yeah even like baldy and alchemist and uh nah for sure you, you know like premiere and guru like yeah yeah they're sort of like beyond the uh the music there's a connection there like a friendship yeah for sure um which must help with the process yeah nah we're um it's it's it definitely helps with the process and it's definitely like good we have we have similar like values and and yeah like ways that we think about music and like where mm. we want to take it and like both of us i think like though we're like very immersed in this like scene of like kind of underground avant-garde rap mm. we both like really want to make big songs like yeah and not only mainstream media i mean like uh, we want it to feel like a big song like Mm. we're we're very like focused on the musicality also which i think is like something that a lot of people in that scene like aren't as invested in as we are because we just have very like high standard and high Mm. hopes for where we want to take it yeah and like i think that's that definitely helps out a lot who are some artists that you've uh, noticed have been able to do that? Like, um, remain, like, extremely well-respected in hip-hop, but also, like, um, push beyond um, the underground? All right. I'll, like, 
name a few obvious ones first and then yeah like there's definitely like and the first couple i'll name are gonna be just like one man shows but like kanye west obviously mm-hmm. he's like he's a great example despite all the anti-semitism and hatred blah 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 who the fuck i don't care i mean i do i'm yeah. very jewish but but <laughs> yeah musically <laughs> yeah musically like Kanye, I feel like, is one of those people where, like, most deaf and Talib Kweli and everyone was just fucking with him. And anyone that really liked rap was fucking with him from yeah. the start. Yeah. And then he was just making songs that were so good and felt so big. Mm. And and the songs were really moments. Like, every... Like, something I really respect about College Dropout that I wanted to, like, take into Industrial Denim was, like, having each song be its own moment as opposed to the project being one like cohesive sound where where i love projects like that like don't get me wrong Mm. but like he has an all falls down and then he's got a get him high and then he's got like each song has its own uh like nuances that makes it its own moment and that's why i feel like i got like a storytelling joint then i got like the rich joint and i got each one is we're trying to make our own moment that's kind of separate from the question, though. Another person, nice. I, I liked, feel like, I liked it. A good other example of like duos who have like transcended that. Yeah. And like this isn't even completely like true, but like I would say like Drake and Forty is a good example in the sense where like Drake is still rapping his ass off. Yeah. And, and he's still working with Forty on a like man to man basis all the time. Like mm. they're like best friends, but. And even, like, you'll find, like, Drake songs with Fonte and Ninth Wonder and, like, yeah, old. You'll find, like, he was still, like, respected as a rapper, but he's clearly transcended that. Yeah. And then there are just people like Tyler and Mac Miller who mm. are, like, s- can make super rap albums that are, like, will get listened to by Mac Homie fans. And at the same time, they make songs that are on the radio all the time. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of, like, the realm I kind of want to, like, okay. be in. Not yeah. that it, I want to be mainstream, but I want to make, like, songs that, like, feel really, like, mm. big for people. Like, I don't yeah, want yeah, them yeah. to feel, like, I don't want it to feel unfamiliar. Yeah. From what I've heard of the album, I feel like that that's what I've sort of felt is, like, each song is, like, its own moment. Word. Um, which is a cool thing. Facts. What would you say has changed in your perspective um, since making Mind the Gap? All right. It's, like, weird because I made Mind the Gap. All the songs for Mind the Gap were originally intended for Industrial Denim. Like, my idea mm. for Industrial Denim has existed, like, far before a song for it got made. So I made those songs, and I liked them, and I think that was definitely, like, a transitional period for me where I was starting to get, like, a lot better. Right, craft-wise, and I was only a year and a half into making music as mm. well, so it was like, I was like transitioning into like learning how to make hooks or like, okay, yeah, assign themes to songs like, mm. and I like at that point in time, like I had kept being like, all right, I'm gonna put these out under industrial denim, and then and then. It was just taking too long, so I'm like, let me just throw everyone a bone and do Mind the Gap, because I've been telling so many people, like, yeah, this album's going to be crazy, blah, 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 and I just wasn't dropping anything, so I dropped it, and 
I wasn't really making an album. I was just making songs. Okay, yeah. I was getting beats and rapping on them, and, like, it was cool. But now, like, I approach a track and, like, a beat, and I'm like, like, what do I want this one to say? Mm. Like, I think that's mad important. And it was, like, mad transitional when I did that because I'll still have some songs where I'm like, what I want to say, I want to convey an energy of, like, rapping my ass off and talking about smoking weed and rapping on yeah. the song where I'm rapping. Yeah. And that'll still happen from time to time, but those aren't the type of songs that I want mm. on an album. Like, and now when I'm thinking about making an album, I'm like, like, what's the bridge? Like, I'm, like, looking yeah, okay. at, like, the part of the beat where I could put the bridge in, what, yeah. what I want the hook to say, how am I going to, like, use the hook to sum up the verse mm. and how am I going to convey like a message mm. through the song like I used to just start writing and now I'm like alright this is what I want to talk about I'm going to write about it and it's still like the same it's this, still the same spirit of like catching inspiration and running with it Yeah, it's like the same spirit in that way but mm. but it's a lot more intentional Okay, yeah, and it's a lot more like what do I'm like thinking about like where am I playing this like right know? like yeah. I want to be a lot more intentional and and with that comes like even with the album I'm working on for After Industrial Venom with that comes like a lot of like patience and like you just have to kind of wait for good ideas and like mm. they'll come if you give yourself enough experience like experience of life and just like the room for it to yeah. get created but you have to be more patient because I used to wake up and write a 16 or a 32 every day. And sometimes it's mad good. And then some beat comes on and I'm just going to wrap it over that beat. Mm. And I'm like, wow, that's a great song. Right. But now it's like, I can't just like write a 16 okay. and just throw it on beats. So you got to hear the Anyone that used to go to the studio with me knows that's how I used to write all my songs. Yeah. I literally have 16s just threw out my notes and then going through beats. And I'm like, which one is going to work? Okay. Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, this beat is making me feel like this. I'm going to listen to it 20 times until I like can identify the feeling. Damn. And then like once I identify the feeling, mm. like what am I going to say? And then sometimes you're like, I don't, I don't know what to say. And then you like start it enough that you get an idea of where you want to go with it. And then you mm. keep going. Are you constantly like riding? Like... Do you still do? Do you still get up in the morning and start writing, or do you just wait? I for honestly beats? don't do that as much anymore. Okay, but yeah. What I've been doing a lot recently, like to just keep my pen sharp, is just like writing, like to just like classic beats and shit. Okay, yeah. I, I wrote, like, I wrote to "Lost One" by Jay Z two days ago. I wrote to like "What Happened to That Boy" by Clips like six days okay, ago. Yeah. Like, I just like still want to sharpen my pen because like it's still a muscle that you have to like strengthen mm. to just be good at rapping. Yeah. But like when I'm making a song, it's not the same. Like those aren't the songs I want to make. Right. Maybe I'm going to slap that. If it's really good, I'm going to slap it on like a freestyle. Whenever someone asks me to like come in and do a freestyle, if right. that happens. But yeah. Yeah. But like, um, I asked go this yesterday, but like, uh, let's just say you're approached by a freestyle page or, yeah. Um, like let's like something like Hot 97 or something. Yeah, sure. Um, That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
what what are some beats that you would like demand you rap over if you had a choice if i had a choice yeah ah shit i would really want like what i'd really want is either like some mad lib joints Mm. like just like Right now, I would definitely say Lost One by Jay-Z because I wrote the most <laughs> ill shit to that yesterday. But, yeah. but like, apart from that, um, fuck. I would rap on that fucking Mad Lib beat. Like, it's mad hard, actually, to determine. Yeah. But some Mad Lib shit, Jay Dilla, anything yay. Like, low-key. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Grandma. But I still listen to Kanye. <laughs> I had a big argument about this with someone yesterday. Mm. A lot of Holocaust survivor family members. I'm just speaking to the camera right now. I'm sorry, but yeah. I would... You know what beat I would rap on on a fucking radio show? My fault. I have took so long to figure this out. Nah, you're good. I would rap on the 30 hours beat. Ooh. That would be so fire. Like I feel That's like crazy. I feel like you could really drop some crazy like yeah. hard out shit on the thirty hours beat. Oh. Cause there's so much room to there's just like so oh and but it's still up tempo. Yeah. But it's still soulful. Mm. And it's and it, but it it's soulful in a way where it's hard, it's not like too soft. Yeah. You can that, drop some yo, gems that on beat that. is the one I would do. That's Okay. There we have it. There you have it. All the ramble from prior just take it out it was cool. <laughs> take it out fuck it uh, yeah i'll just cut it out and you nah, just get that or one. you nah, could I'm just joking. keep this part in so it makes more s- no nah, i like know, the, the rambling cool. the rambling adds to it yeah that's what i do i like to nervously ramble <laughs> on stage especially yeah <laughs> that was so funny when um i watched i re-watched something you said something on on stage it was like where I was like drink water yeah right? I was like <laughs> everyone oh wait let, I was like oh wait let me say something everyone should be drinking a proper amount of water like that would be ideal and then I was like this because <laughs> I was because I was so thirsty bro and like I feel like something like that I was like low-key insecure about is like when I be rapping on stage it's mad hard to hear myself Okay, yeah. So I like him rapping way louder than I need to be, and then my voice like gets worn out mad quick. Okay. Plus I'm smoking OD before the show, and mm. then like I'm just like I just fucked myself over. But All I didn't right. even want to drink too much water leading up to it because I drank way too much water that entire day, and then like I read some shit about overhydration, and my stomach was like swishing around, and I was like, <laughs> "Yo, I'm not drinking any more water." I had like three shots of Bacardi and just jumped okay, on yeah. that stage, bro. But yeah, that shit was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I right. I, I can say firsthand that that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was at the front. One word to describe it. With my long arms, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of dappage going on. <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah. Shout out my son. Too many flowers. I'm sorry. I messed up the dap, Sam. <laughs> I messed up the dap on the first uh, song. I was like, I just fumbled it. It's cool though. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, what's it like having um, artists such as Lord Sco uh, sort of like pushing you lyrically to be at your mm-hmm. best? 
Uh, like, that's one of my best friends. So, like, all my friends push me to be my best. But on a real yeah. note, on a real note, though, um, I love all my friends to rap. But I will say, like, Sko and Jeremy definitely are, like, push me the most. And Des- Dennis Valentin. Mm. If you know who that and you is, performed, you performed with them, right? Yeah, that's one of my really good friends. He really, he's got a really interesting rhyming style, and like the way he raps, like definitely pushes the shit out of me. I will say, Sko specifically, since I met him, right? Like it's been a very consistent like of me getting pushed to my limit in the sense where I'll write something I think is good, and anytime I and I hear Sko say something, I'm like, fuck. He just says shit in the coolest way, bro. He says yeah. everything mad cool, and his voice is just ill as fuck, and his, like, the way he's, like, his rhyming style is just, like, I could never rap that cool. And so anytime I'm getting on a track with him or I want to show him something, it's got to be, like, really, like, what I think is my best verse. And every time I write a verse, of course, I want it to be my best verse. Yeah. But like we were saying earlier, I want to have moments. I'm trying to do different things. Mm. I mean try and sing on this one let me try and but when it comes to lyrically like rapping rapping like yeah sco definitely pushes me the most because we'll get on a song together and he's just like yo i'm gonna body the shit out of you or we finish and it's just like body bag body bag <laughs> so really every time i gotta come and put my best foot forward and yeah if he yeah. still says body bag then i'm like all right uh, there's At least nothing you, i can do i yeah. gotta try my best yeah Recently, I've really been, like, trying to push that limit, and I feel like like, he's definitely helped me get to a point where I feel like I can out-rap anyone. And without yeah. knowing Sko, I, like, I know I would have gotten there to some degree, but he definitely pushed it to a certain level because really, like, I don't think there's a lot of people in New York City that rap as good as him. Yeah, no, I low-key I, actually don't think they're like, like, he just raps really well, man. And yeah, like, he's he's incredible. I compare it like this: like, every time I get on a track with Sko, here's how I feel like. It's like uh, that song Tong Po with Action uh, yeah, Bronson and Conway the Machine, yeah. right? That Action Bronson verse is fire. He's like. With your bitch in the front, give me me Filadio. Yeah. Like he's like saying mad funny shit. Da, 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 da. Yeah, 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 yeah. That song is mad fire. And Action yeah. Bronson's verse is great. Like you can't say that Conway washed action. You just can't really say that. Cause yeah. This his shit is mad fire, but yeah. When Conway's verse sound comes on, yeah, it just dude, sounds fucking, so fucking yeah. ill. It just I sounds really so much so more much. gangster. He's yeah. like. How, like, well, how does he come in? And I put you in a Fendi casket. Fendi wanna run look at him relaxing. Oh, yeah. See you no bitch wear pictures and continue laughing. Yeah. Machine. Like, and he just yeah. sounds way iller, bro. Yeah. Like his voice is deeper. The shit he's saying I'm is more gangster. I'm not a pervert. Gangsta. I'm just half and Italian. Yeah, exa- oh, oh. <laughs> yo, he's like, yo. He's like, he's like, uh, I feel like. Cuomo, I see titties. I'm like, let, let me, me grab, grab it. it. <laughs> and then I'm, I say, I'm not a pervert. I'm just half, half Italian. Italian. And and it's coming from a place that's a little like, 
realer in the streets and shit, which is just yeah. true. Like, Sko is just a little more certified than me in, right. in that realm of things. I'm mm-hmm. a little, like, softer as a person. So, yeah, he just fucking, yeah, it feels like I'm rapping with fucking... Com- feels like I'm rapping with Conway or fucking Sean Price when I rap with Sko. It's mm. like, all right, I got to fucking... You got to bring it. I got to fucking push the envelope. Yeah. And he's also put me on to a lot of rap that's been informing my style recently, too. Yeah. So Can you name some some of those people? Sean P. Fucking... I was always a Mob Deep fan, but he got me into, like, Prodigy really as a solo artist. Mm. I would say Sko really put me on to... Um, Put me on to mad shit. My favorite put on from him, I will say, is that song. It's only on YouTube, California by Most Def. You need to listen to that. Man. Yeah, I don't you know. It. Fucking tweak. You gotta like be on fucking shrooms or some shit in your room, like in the dark, smoking a blunt and listen to that song, and you'll be like, oh my god. Yeah. That shit's a good put on. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. Yeah. Word. I know this is. I know this is like a generic question, but. I'm always interested to see, like, what artists say, but, like, I want to know your, like, top five. Of all time? Mm. Uh, uh, it's kind of, like... Actually, you don't need to say a top five, but just name... My fault. I just went to physical therapy, and I'm very sore in my neck. That's all. I'm not going to lie. It's actually super uncomfortable. And I have it before the show on Friday, too, so I'll probably be mad uncomfortable then. Right. (laughs) All right, top five. I, I was, I was, the, I was fucking trailing off. Okay, uh, Jay Z, number one. It's always gonna be Jay Z, man. Fuck, Jay Z, Nas, Black Thought. Hmm. Fuck. Uh. Because after that, it gets kind of, like, mixy. Right. I, I, I will say, like, hmm. Right. Like, rap, rap-wise, right. Jay-Z, Nas, Most Def, fucking, oh, not Most Def, Black Thought, Most Def. Yeah. And then... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I bugged out. I bugged out. Yo, you give it. That's a, such a hard question, bro. Yeah, I'm well, not gonna lie. Sometimes. That shit gets me tight. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Jay Z, Nas, Black Thought, Kendrick Lamar. Jay Z, Nas, Kendrick Lamar, Black Thought, Most F. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be like a definitive top five. I just, th- I just wanted to. That's names. my top five, though. Okay, I'm gonna that's keep your top it five. At that. All right. I'm gonna keep there it, it is. at that. I will say this though, Freddie Gibbs raps better than so many people. Yeah. He might not be saying that much like as like profound things as some of the other people I named. Like he's not saying as profound statements, mm. but his actual like rapping ability is mad yeah. good. So is Rock Marciano. Yeah. Rock Marcy's up there too for sure. Yeah. But like him and Freddie, it's like they're not saying the most profound shit ever. So it's hard for me to put him in a top five because mm. I can see rap so much bigger than, like, just Steez shit. Yeah. And, like, just talking about your life and just how ill you're living. Yeah. But those two talk about how ill they're living, like, 
mad well and they just rap their actual like technical skills it's yeah. just like super good they're like wood play they're definitely up there the for show but kanye is like a all-time songwriter for show yeah and if we're going really like you didn't say rappers too i'm not gonna lie you didn't say rappers so if we're going greatest artists of all time because mm. i'm an artist type of guy i like to sing and shit yeah i'm gonna say kanye all-time songwriter stevie wonder Bob Dylan, all-time songwriter. Mm. Fucking toss Elton John in there. Toss fucking... Ugh. It's dead hard. Otis Redding. Yeah. The Strokes. Mm. Uh, that's a, that's a uh, eclectic taste. Yeah. Al Green. Yeah. Um, Lonnie Liston-Smith. Mad Fire. Uh, yo, the list goes. You know, I know it's fucked, bro. It's mm-hmm. like there's so much music that exists. Like I was just watching like the Alchemist shit, where the top five producer of all time, right? Yeah. And I was like, yo, there's like so much music that exists. Like it's so hard to say top five. Because yeah. It's so relative. Everyone's bringing something different to the table. Mm. The best part about music is that each person is trying to convey their perspective the best. Because mm. everyone thinks they have... Everyone has something unique to say. And some people have been boxed into society enough that their perspective gets less and less unique because it's been informed by other voices. Yeah. But the artists... the best artists are trying to convey their perspective to the best to the world so who are you to say that this perspective is more valuable than that perspective Mm, how am i supposed to compare jay-z and stevie wonder Mm. ever on any day like it's ridiculous like like valerie by amy winehouse is one of the best songs of all time but is it because then you put valerie against fucking like fucking shook ones part two and like how are you supposed to compare that's that? true this is true this is this is you make i, a I good don't even point. be listening to just hip-hop at this point yeah and there was a point where i just wasn't listening to any of that shit because i wanted to be such a good rapper and i wanted to to be genuine and authentically down like a, an authentic foundation but like hip-hop wise but there's so much music that exists yeah everyone's just trying to say how they see the world so who are you to say this person does it the best. Mm. But Jay-Z does it the best. Yo, that motherfucker raps really well. I love the way he raps. And I feel like he's gotten so big that people want to, like, give him a little less credit. Right. Because he's so big, but he's yeah. still like, bro, you still listen to Reasonable Doubt. And it's like the flows, between the flows and, like, the actual commentary on, like, life. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, fuck. Like, no one's really doing that. I'm not going to lie. I have to say, like... Kendrick does that shit really well, too. 444 is, like, one of my favorite Jay-Z albums. Word. Yeah, me too. It's up there, for sure. Yeah. Some of those tracks are just, like... Nah, it's ridiculous, bro. I think my favorite Jay-Z song is 444. But the thing is, like, he's saying shit really well. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? That's your favorite Jay-Z song? It's cool. It's cool. I, I sanction it. I sanction it because I have some favorite Jay Z songs that people would not think are the best, and I do think 444 is like top ten Jay Z song. So that's fair. 
I actually take it. Because the way that he's talking about his life is mad insightful and it's mad honest and it's mad yeah. like unapologetic. Like It's also one of the best beats I've ever heard. Yeah, O D. And that whole mm. album is like like ugh. Like I could have bought a house in Dumbo before it was yeah, 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 two yeah. million before it was Dumbo. Yeah. How I, how I'm feeling. Dumbo <laughs> Yo who the fuck Is gonna say that <laughs> yeah. like, That's not the best Example in the world By any means But like Yo like, yeah. He said that shit And if anyone else Said that shit It would sound so whack But like he said it Mad yeah. cool Yeah no, I know what you mean Alright I'm gonna stop like Sucking Jay Z's meat Right now we'll, Like uh, Just in terms of like Singing and stuff How have you found that recently is that something you've sort of just gotten into more recently yeah i kind of like as a little kid i always used to like be singing and shit i used mm. to have like mad dreams that i would like be singing and then like the girl i had a crush on and like second this is in like second grade would like come in and see me singing i'd be like, <laughs> <You'd> be like <laughs> <laughs> yo but but i always kind of wanted to i sing before i was even into hip-hop like when i was a little kid yeah even though my dad would play mad hip hop in the crib and then and then like I like thought like when I started making music it was like sounded really whack and corny. Yeah. So I never did that shit. Ever. And once I got like comfortable enough rapping, mm. I was like, Alright, let's add a hook here. And then I just like started expanding on my voice and I'm still like so got so far to go. Before I get to the point that I'm at. Because, mm. like, I really want to make, like, really, like, good songs where I'm singing. Like, I don't want to be rapping my entire career. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, singing can be, like, sometimes there's, like, a feeling that you can do when you're singing that's, like, way more powerful than when you're just saying the words. Okay, yeah. Because you're, like, the notes are, like, it's like so it's more expressive in a certain way mm. like when you're talking about certain things but i will say like you're not going to hear me singing for a minute like i got songs where i'm singing mm. i could show you after this but like nothing's gonna really like yeah okay come out with me singing yeah for like i don't know if sam showed you any shit at the crib but i sung on beats at his crib i'm just getting maybe into it. i'm just getting into it yeah i'm not gonna lie this interview will look mad cool, like, one in, like, ten years. When you're, like, like, yeah. <laughs> you're hitting, like, the high notes. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm in this, like, one range. Yeah. It's, um, like, Dominic Fikic, Fikish range, but, like, mm. I want to I wanna expand for show. Yeah. Uh, with the new album coming out, Dustral Denim, in your own words, like, what is the sound what's the style what's the sound what's what's the feel of the project it's very soulful it's very ambitious it's like not not like it's that experimental ambitious but like lyrically it's like very ambitious about life and what you can achieve mm -hmm. uh very soulful very refreshing a lot of like thick bass lines Lots of bass lines, lots of soul chops. Um, I'll like sonically, I'd say that's like the best way to describe it. Although there's like still a lot of like 
piano, a lot of um, like actual instruments you're gonna hear, like violin chops and like shit yeah. like that, which is super cool. Mm. Lyrically, I'd say it's like very. Um, it like talks about society a lot. It's a commentary mm. on that in a certain way, but through the lens of like my experiences as like becoming coming of age. Yeah. I would say the best way to put it is like it's a very soulful coming of age album. Mm. It's like a coming of age album. And I wanted to like come off as like I'm finally like reinforcing my values and how I view the world and trying to like set the foundation for who I am as a person. Mm. And it's also really just about being a kid in New York City. Right. That's like a big thing. Yeah. About being a kid in New York City and like however that comes through the lens, it comes through the lens. Right. I, like it's not like like when I say like I got a story about a homeless guy outside a restaurant. I got a fucking song about coming home at two AM on the subway and my mom gonna fucking kill me. I yeah. had a song about my relationship with weed and how my family views it. I got a song about uh, coming home after being in college for mad long. I got a song about how everyone, yo, I'm giving away the whole steez right now. <laughs> got a song about how everyone that leaves from New York City, I have a lot of friends that went to college, left New York City to go to college and come back for the summers. And right. my commentary on that and how that's like affected them. And like me and Arlo have been doing a good job at I think like stringing these skits together where we like are doing voice memos of people we know and our friends without mm. them even knowing and That's like cool. stringing it together to make it feel like a plot yeah of one day in new york city as me and and each one is just like each song is kind of like a pocket of thought in my brain of like something i wanted to talk yeah. about there's one about like time there's not enough time in the week it's true mm. I do know that song. Yeah. 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 There is. I was listening bro. to. There's I was not listening. Enough, not fuck, sorry. There's not enough fucking time in the week, though. Can we just, mm. like, recognize that? Like, yo. Yeah. What do you think they should be? They're all going to die one day. Like, it sucks. All right. But, yeah. Uh, that's a dark ending to. My fault. Continue <laughs> what you were going to say. Uh, it's true, though. Yeah. We're all going to die one day. It's going to fucking suck. But, but I don't know if it will yet. Well, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we'll, we won't see. Well, maybe we will. Right. We won't get into Let's that. Keep going. <laughs> keep going before I cry. <laughs> All right. Um, can you briefly explain the rollout that you're expecting? Oh yeah. To put out the best part. Okay. Mm. So I've been drawing on these records before the album even got made. And just say industrial denim with cool designs of the cityscape, like mm. very like focused on the fact that it's of New York City, and just these cool designs I've been doing. I've done like a thousand five hundred of them now, probably wow. more. I change the number every time I talk about it because I haven't counted in a really long time. Yeah, but we got these records. I'm gonna put the QR code in the center of each record, and as a sticker, and we're gonna print we're gonna pick one of the prototypes to print we're gonna put like 10,000 of those over the city they're all gonna be blank 
and we're just going to post them up with super glue and double-sided tape. We're going to pay bodegas to put them in their windows. We're going to pay stores to put them in their windows. Yeah. I'm going to just drop a combo bag on physical promotion. Like, I'm not going to be – I'm going to be doing mad. You'll catch me on the rap pages, and you'll catch me, like, on Instagram OD mm. and shit. But, like, I'm going to really be hustling the physical rollout because I think New York is, like – I want it to be a moment for New York City. Yeah. I'm going to put them all up over the across the city, and then the 1,500 that I hand-drawn are going to get framed and sold for $50 each. Ooh. Light work. We're going to roll it out like that. Yeah. It's still a long way to go before we get to that point because i got to fucking print this shit out. But What do you mean by print? Like, just is it, like, post, like, sort of... Like, print out um, 10,000 blank vinyls. Like, they're not going to have fucking... Uh, music on it it's just gonna be blank so it is vinyl still it's not just like paper nah paper print nah yeah that's cool my fault I should have specified it's gonna be all vinyl yeah no fuck paper save the trees bro it's Mm. a it's an important thing it's gonna be all vinyl and then we're gonna sell once we reach a certain level of success you'll you'll get it You'll get the real vinyl you can spin at your crib. But before that, mm. we're just going to, yeah, let's, I'm, I'm trying to just, like, have a moment for New York City. A lot of the rollout's going to be, like, doing these shows and shit. Like, yeah. thankfully, I'm blessed to have the connections and the, like, at least reputation to, like, do shows without the album out. Yeah. And just, like, get that buzz by itself and then, like... And then, yeah, we're going to just fucking drop the shit out of that shit. That sounded it's like be, a fucking potty joke. but It's going to be a, a great time when, when that happens. And I, I assume I'm you're enjoying it now as well. Just yeah, that's the thing. The like, pre- yo, I'm going to say it like this. Like, there are a couple things. First, it's like the other day, like, I realized, like, how little time left I have to be a kid and how much time left I have to be an artist and like when artists have actually taken off the ones I respect yeah the ages and like getting a perception of time where I can actually like acknowledge the fact that like I'm not going to be a kid for that much longer Mm. so right now I'm kind of like moving very naturally and like seeing where things take us and I still hang out with my friends every day Mm. and I'm still like very focused on like being present and and acknowledging that when i drop this shit my entire life is gonna like turn on its head yeah 360 and the way people approach me will be different and the way i interact with people will be different and the things that i'll actually have to do on a day-to-day is going to be different and yeah like i'm super excited like more excited than i've ever been for anything in my Mm. entire life even my like bar mitzvah especially mm. my bar mitzvah right. way more excited for this yeah more excited than any I've, I've ever been for anything but i like want to like grasp on to the last bit of childhood i have i'm not mm. i'm gonna be a teenager for like a couple months longer and then you got to enjoy that adios yeah. i'm gonna be in my 20s mm. and i'll only be in my early 20s for so long but by the time I'm in my 20s, though, that shit going to be out. Mm. We going to love life and, yeah. Yeah. 
Yo, low-key, now talking about this, I'm like, fuck, I got to fucking just get this shit out. This is fucking yeah. the worst. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to, like, obviously, you know you don't want to rush it, but, like. Oh, yeah. I like to go on interviews with Soul Radio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you thought this was, you thought it was a game. <laughs> you thought it was a game. Yes, sir. Yo, you got anything to say to the crowd, bro? Running it back with the buzz and two mics. Two mics. Two mics. Exactly. True say.